0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Madden Voice, 3, 2,
2: 1, now. Hey, yo! He done fucked up and let Dr. Train on the 1s and 2s tonight. TMV,
3: it's your boy. <laughs> Normally I get off no work like, you know, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time when half you motherfuckers asleep. I'm still working. And then we start TMV, but today...
2: We get to start not one, not two, but two and a half hours early.
4: What y'all think about that? Oh my God. Hi, uh... That's what I
3: thought. That's what I thought. But Hey, like T always say, it's not like I'm here by myself. The guys are already here. The brothers are together on one line, and K-Stars with us. Fellas, welcome to TMV early showing
2: on Thanksgiving week.
0: Yeah, got that right there, big boy. What's happening? Happy to be here it's Thanksgiving week. It's
4: wonderful, although not off to the best start of uh, train, you know, calling the show. Uh, I was feeling this show might go off the rails, and uh, here we go. Yeah, I'm, actually, I'm
2: actually very happy to be a participant for a change. I'm sitting here chilling. You know, I got nice water here. I'm here with my brother. We together. And, and the house we grew up in, in the basement. And um, you know, I, I'm I'm happy to relinquish the the, the as Train calls him the ones and the twos. Let Train do his thing. And hey, any of y'all want to you know do that on any given night, man? I'm I'm happy to step aside. So, Doctor Train, it's your show, bro. It
3: is, man. It is.
2: So I know normally we uh
3: we kick the week off with the power rankings. See, if we could if we could do that, I just like to have conversation about it. There's a lot of conversations surrounding the power rankings. You know, every week we go through, we kind of list them, but today today let's really talk about them. So,
2: T, do you have those? I do. I do. Can we kick it off
3: with the TMZ fluid
2: power rankings? <laughs> We can we can do that. We can do that. Yes, sir. So you know the par rankings were fa- fairly consistent. I had to um, I had to, I had to have a quick chat with my brother when he sent his in he had, the <laughs> oh, oh, had to copy five. Oh, send him damn. A yeah, I had to send him a note. Now, now, now in fairness, he's been uh, he's had some lower back issues for the last week and a half or so. Okay, so. Lower it was yeah, so he been on the, the meds. medication. Okay. So I, okay. so I, I, uh, I, I mean. said, hey, man, you on that medication, bro, because you got the Cowboys at five, man. I mean, he said, oh, yeah, man. Uh, uh, yeah, moved him. Mo- <laughs> move them. Move them four. Oh. So he got the Cowboys at four with the Titans at five, which is I thought was mm. very interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. And K-Star. Okay.
2: As the Cowboys, K-Star and Train, y'all y'all almost identical, except y'all flip-flop the Eagles and the Chiefs. Train, you got the Eagles one, and K-Star's got the Chiefs one. Your 225, okay. exactly the same. And then your boy, because, you know, I got up this morning, I watched Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. I watched Keyshawn mm-hmm. do his real rankings. Hmm. Keyshawn had the Cowboys at number two. I said, oh. Oh, that's very interesting. Okay. Then I okay. watched First okay. Take. I watched Stephen coin the phrase, the list is fluid. Um, mm-hmm. And Stephen A. Smith had the Cowboys at two. Mm. I said, well, you know, there's this guy that's hosting the show tonight named Dr. Train. Mm-hmm. And he introduced this concept of, forget the record. <laughs> <It's> this this,
1: <laughs>
2: this what I think.
1: <laughs> he
2: introduced that concept, right? So I said, okay, I got two professionals, one a sports writer and one a former cowboy, both doing it. Train said it's okay, and he hosted. So, you know, I got the Chiefs at number one and the Cowboys at number two over the Eagles. And in all honesty, while the Eagles did beat the Cowboys several weeks ago and do have a better record, if you look at this last weekend, and I know we're going to talk about a lot of stuff, but. It's really hard when you look at what the Cowboys and then you look around the NFL and you say, with that performance, who do you think has a chance to beat that team? And the only team for me that I thought could could beat that team is the Chiefs. There was no other team in the league that I thought could beat that team we saw in Minnesota. So I put the Chiefs at one and the Cowboys at two. And then I put the Ravens at five. Dolphins had a bye week, so mm. out of sight, out of mind. Titans, not a bad pick. 49ers, certainly worthy worthy as well. Mm-hmm. So there were several teams that I thought were – several 7-3 and three teams, in my opinion, that were worthy of that uh, number five spot. So I'll, I'll summarize and then let Train go wherever he wants to go with this. Um, after doing all the point rankings and all that, Dolphins did come in at number five, so their first time on our – Cumulative power rankings. Yeah, really? <laughs> Bills, four. Cowboys, three. Chiefs, two. Eagles remain at number one. Those are the TMV power rankings for the week.
1: Okay, call it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, people are calling right call.
4: now to complain about the Cowboys in the at number two in, the, in the, <laughs> these ranks. ranks. Yeah, that's Jerry so, Jones, you know.
1: That's
4: <laughs> that Jerry Jones calling and checking in.
2: We good? Huh? I, I mean,
3: Cowboys. It Jerry Jones.
4: Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones. Let me know if <laughs> the check just arrived. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: No, you. You really. I mean, Cowboys. It's who you can't necessarily argue due to due to performance. Like, there's there's been two teams to be able to smash the Vikings like that, and uh, that's the Cowboys and that's the Eagles and the Cowboys' fashion looks way worse. To the point that CBS is like, "Oh shit, we gotta we gotta turn and watch the Steelers play." You know what I'm saying? That'll be better than watching them right now.
2: <laughs> I think. <laughs> Do with that too.
1: <laughs> yeah, All right.
2: It sounds <laughs> so I was like so, I got some air time? Thank you, Cowboys. <laughs> See.
3: Now you got to thank the Cowboys just for your team being on TV for about you know an hour.
2: <laughs> you could, yeah, you should have won but, at least TV. You might as well win K Star back. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, but, but the question, the question is, um, right? You know, last week the Vikings in our power rankings was somewhere around. Consistently, what, three? Say that again? Last week, the Vikings were somewhere around three on our power rankings.
2: Consistently across the board, they were like like three? Yes. Three. Jay had them at two. The rest of us had them at three last week.
3: And and, and this week is what, a no-show?
2: None of us have them. They do not exist. (laughs) Yeah. So... And it's one of those
3: things that I I think last week we all wanted wanted to like, okay, we'll respect the record. But truthfully, just watching them play, I mean, where would you put this team in an NFC outside of everyone who's competing? Because truthfully told, for me right now, they're not better than San Francisco.
0: And I think there's a ton of
3: other teams who who are like 500 that can actually <clears throat>
0: beat them. Friend, you're on to something with that one. I think with – and the one thing I'll caveat this with is we're not going to be a, a week-to-week, for-the-moment type of show. It's not fluid? Okay. Only, only the rankings are fluid. <laughs> Everything else. I'm, okay. But I think we, we also keep in mind Vikings beat the Bills on the road, if I, if I recall, just last week. I think that has a lot to do with it. Also, on top of that, Vikings yeah. to squeak out a ton of one-possession gains, and we all know that's a recipe that cannot maintain itself. Just like the stock market, when you look at the results, the P.E. ratio, and basically saying, oh, this stock is not poised to maintain this type of, of situation. P.E. ratio. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I did like that was that. a good one. That was a very good one. That was a good one. Yeah, a
1: good one. Yeah.
2: A good one. I like it. That was good. My mom loved it.
0: My mom anyway. um,
2: so sure,
0: loved <laughs> when you're looking at a team if they got a ton of one one possession game wins, you don't know, and then you got to look at obviously um, the the teams that they're playing. But if they got a ton of those one possession wins. We know it's not going to last very long. So they they got smashed by the boys. They got smashed by the Eagles. And everybody else that they've beaten has been a one possession uh, game. So. There's, there's, there's so much stock that you can put into the Vikings. And I think, Frank, what you're saying in the 49ers, you look at the upswing, they get, they get CMC, they're getting healthy, they, they play smash-mouth football, nobody wants to play them right now. So you have a legitimate yeah. case to be said about how the 49ers play ball when you're comparing those two teams together. And there's some other teams out there in the NFC that have that similar type of makeup where you look at them and you say, you know what, that's a, that's a tough out right there. But the way the Cowboys put it on them on Sunday – all three facets of the game. We always talk about offense and defense. Special teams was doing some mm-hmm. stuff too. It was consistent. Mm-hmm. It wasn't anything over. The game, Again, like that. That has to say something. That that was one of those statement wins.
2: So so so
0: here here here
2: here, to start, here 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 I'm gonna get right to the brass tacks of it. That's all. We waited all season for the Vikings to get a signature win before we put them on our power rankings. They beat the Bills, yep. put them on our power rankings. They get mollywhopped by the Cowboys. They're not on any power ranking in the universe. I have something to say to K-Star. Huh. Hey, I got something to say to K-Star. Uh Now, you picked the Vikings. Bro. I don't know what you were smoking, but that's not what I'm going to mention. K-Star, years ago, we talked about the Kansas City Chiefs, 9-0, and blah, blah, blah. And me and Train fought you tooth and nail because we said 9-0, I don't give you can't put a team ahead of them because they're 9-0. and You remember that?
4: Yes, and the Broncos won the Super Bowl. That one?
2: I don't remember. Yes, I remember. Went to the Super Bowl. Season, <laughs> they, did. They, did. they did.
4: They did. They did. Anyway,
2: go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so what I'm going to say to you years later is on that very specific point, you were right. Yeah. You were right. Yeah. You, you, you are, I mean, look at our rankings and then look around at all the other people that are doing par rankings, and record almost is second. Like, if no one's record is there. Like, record gets you consideration. But really people are looking at, you know, your, your, how good you're playing and the quality of your wins. That's what people are looking yeah. at. And that's why I like the Giants. They're 7-3. No one's talking about them anymore now. This is about every other team. That's 7-3. and three. Giants aren't even being discussed. Not just because they lost, but even their wins haven't been that impressive. So I Ooh. think I am now – I think I'm now – I mean, K-Star said it years ago. We didn't believe it. Train introduced it this year. I think now for me moving forward, I'm going to look at the teams and how well they're playing um, as much, if not more so, than the record. That's gonna be me. Just I can speak of is me. That's what I'm gonna be doing moving forward. And
3: and that's and that's that's really where where I'm where I'm going at with it. When I look at Minnesota, I know they got talent, man. I see it. Justin Jefferson's a beast. Calvin Cook can you know he's he's a, he, he is a good running back in this league. He's a really good running back in this league. But when the, when you start putting pressure, true pressure on those on those Vikings. When teams don't make bonehead mistakes like the Buffalo Bills did, and 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 in some of the other losses that some some of the other wins that they had, where teams literally gave it back to them, the, the Vikings the Vikings look like a team with a lot of talent, not going anywhere. And and the losses. One thing come, I said – Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was going to say the the when you look at the way it, it's it's one thing to lose to. The Eagles and the Cowboys, but it's how you lost. These yeah. these are the teams you are going to see when you go to the playoffs, bro. There's there's no way. There, there, there's no way that that looks really bad, and and we know it's midseason. Maybe you're not ready, but good grief, it don't even look like you midseason ready. With the, way they, with the way they lose these two games. And then when you look around, when you look to see other teams that Dallas and the Eagles played, played them a lot tighter. yeah, Even Chicago gave them, you know what I'm saying, gave them something to raise the eyebrow about for a team like Minnesota that it's really Super Bowl or bust for them. You know what I'm saying? Because of all the money they've they said Kirk Cousins was the answer. And they they looked up and got
4: Justin Jefferson.
3: It's, it's a wrap. There can't be anything else. Go,
4: go ahead, are. Yeah, one or two mistakes I actually made last week. You know, there are points I made years ago that I didn't really follow last week and I should have. I typically do. But I had the Vikings third last week, which was a mistake. I did keep the Cowboys on when a lot of people, other people outside of us, of course, um, took the Cowboys off. But my biggest mistake was Minnesota, like, one thing that stuck out to me after looking at it again, after they got Wapped was before that Cowboys game, they only, they had like a negative one point differential, right? So like they're one of the things that matter, and I always look at and didn't this past weekend was a mistake and also it hurt me in my prediction <laughs> of picking Minnesota, which was terrible, uh, versus Dallas, was their, the point differential. That kind of plays into quality of wins a little bit too because when you have these easy games, you should be beating your opponents by more than the is the margins, and the Vikings have been in very tight games all year that they've won, you know, and then they faced the Bills and they won the game, but when they played a team that's been in our top five all year, and the Cowboys, who do have quality wins and do have crazy event metrics across the board, they got destroyed by Dallas, and that's probably something that I think uh, I, sh- I easily should have seen coming um, based off what we've been discussing. If you did listen, if you did listen, you know. <laughs> hey man. That's all you got I'm glad, to glad right? you listened. Glad you listened from years ago and I'm listening again. All, we all we just gotta fucking look at, damn Okay, don't let that
2: don't let that one you were right go to your head now. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, you don't want that have Vikings third last
4: week. Yes, Jason. I made a mistake. I called Heck. it out. I, I just called it out. I, I just broke my
0: my own nose and my own mistakes, so. yeah. I didn't realize that you weren't on the show. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily <laughs> say the having them at uh, number three last week was a mistake because you're fraudulent. Looking, yeah. you're, well, you're, at, you're, look, you're still looking at victories. I that. You're still, and you can't. Right. You can't Predict who you're going to play. You just play who's in front of you. But I mean, yeah. when you're going up against the opponent at home, and you get beat that bad, your eight and two record doesn't mm. doesn't fight a solid eight and two record. So man, the only we yeah differently, we probably would, but sometimes you just gotta take the whole body of work into account. But there's a reason why they weren't on our rankings all year. Right. That's why I'm saying it was fraudulent. Right, right. The team in terms of their records, fraudulent. I don't necessarily think putting them at number three is a mistake, though.
2: Oh, it was a mistake. There is no way that that team at any point this year is the third best team in the NFL. They have nothing on their record. No signature win. No, they beat Buffalo. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. That don't and, make and
2: them the
3: best. And, and that's what tipped me. I'll be honest. That's definitely what tipped me last. I was like, damn, they got the win over Buffalo. But when you look, but, you know, and you just kind of decide, all right, I, I guess I got to give that's it to you know, They got win. one loss, and they got, they got the yeah. win. But when you look at the win, it's like, Damn Buffalo! I
2: um,
3: you, I mean this is Christmas early. You you in the Christmas spirit already? You 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 yeah, get I don't it?
4: Know if Buffalo
3: is up there or they won? I get
4: that. <laughs> we okay, get the they won. So the way the way get, they won was crazy. We get influenced by the record,
2: rightfully so. But when you yeah. when you look at the team, that team has not done anything this year? To deserve, frankly, I don't. I mean. We just got through talk. We got our rankings right. We mm-hmm. can take, and, and there's probably what got the forty ers right? Yeah. What about you? Think do you think the Vikings can beat Tom Brady right now? I don't. Mm-hmm. Starting to get his right. Yeah, they starting, right. starting
3: to get. They start healthy. Yeah.
2: Do you think he could beat the Bengals right now? I don't. Right. Mm-hmm. So I mean. They got some nice wins, and they they fattened up their record. And hey, you know they got far enough out there where they probably win a division.
0: They even Don't if that's the case. Right. That exactly. But I mean, beat, exactly. Oh, oh wow, right. man! I'm Almost up. Right. yes. <laughs>
2: I think so they could beat the Giants. Oh, of the plane, you know, Exactly. That's, that's, uh, that's it, exactly. It, it, They're
3: they're ev- evenly matched. I, I'd say.
2: Yep. So yeah, 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 yeah. But the word that comes to mind for me is fraudulent. They got they got a lot of talent, but they are not worthy of the praise of an eight and two team.
0: So so, K Star, uh, we saying the Vikings are on front.
4: Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs>
2: absolutely. <laughs> and this here, how we slam dunk this point. Vikings are eight and two. The Chiefs are eight and two. Need I say more?
4: <laughs> and the, the, that, the, yeah, the Chiefs I mean, would, would handle what the Chiefs would handle them.
2: Oh my God! The Chiefs would do them with Dallas just yeah. So if it's not worse. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I love Dak. But he ain't Patrick Mahomes.
4: Yeah,
1: yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, well, move, moving on. Uh, you know, keeping keeping in line with it. You know, that was a signature win for for Dallas, but. Uh, And and so I did, since I did have the opportunity to speak to T earlier, there's one thing I do want T to elaborate on from our conversation earlier because I actually thought it was a good point made to be brought up on the show. What you saw in that game was a consistent use and a good use of uh, Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. It's basically how you get two of your, best weapons in a game on a consistent basis. And so T based on our conversation earlier, you know, just kind of expound on what you've seen since Zeke has been back uh, with the use of, uh, of Zeke and Tony Pollard.
2: Yeah. um, yeah. Thanks for that train. And, you know, in a in a in a in a sport that has got a lot of egos, you know, when you get a quarterback, and I, I'm sure we'll touch on Zach Wilson's "No, I don't feel bad" comment. You know, in a sport with egos and me, 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 it is, and, and you know, arguably the biggest franchise in all the world of sports, certainly the most valuable, but probably the biggest name franchise in the world, and we've got a guy, superstar running back. Who there is no drama, there's no issues. There's no when Pollard does something well, the first person to dap him up is Zeke. When Zeke does something well, the first person to dap him up is Pollard. There's no issues, you know. Pollard Zeke starts, but Pollard gets more touches. You know, Pollard is used more throughout the game. Zeke is short yardage. Pollard is kind of the big hitter. Like they have it figured out. And if you There was one play in particular, and I didn't say this to you earlier, train, but there was one play in particular. They were inside the five. They gave the ball to Pollard. He got stopped cold. Pollard came out. They brought Zeke in. Gave the ball to Zeke. Touchdown. That's a microcosm of what the team now understands on how to use these guys. Pollard is your home run hitter. Pollard is your – he's a a lighter Saquon, right? He's in that same mold. Doesn't have quite the, Mm -hmm. the power that Saquon has. But he's got all that agility, come out of the backfield and all of that, got that, that little twitchiness, and he's the home run hitter. And Zeke is your power back. Zeke is your, you know, hey, it's third and three. You know, it's third and one. Hey, we need a touchdown. It's, hey, you know, it, hey, it's third and 15. We need to make sure the blitz gets picked. Although Pollard's been better on getting Pretty
1: blitz bigger, He's been
2: better. But I just love how they've been using both. I think the team has figured it out. Props to more props to Mike McCarthy. And I love, and this was really what I hammered home earlier, is the fact that the Eagles are, these guys want to win. You know, they, this ain't about that. This ain't about, you know, box scores. This is about, hey, we want to win. And, and I love what Dak Prescott said when they interviewed him about the Vikings game. He said, well, let's, you know, it's going to be a ruckus crowd playoff. He goes, well, let's send them home early. I love that. Some some bitches
4: home me, But they
1: did.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so. so uh little
3: Brother Jay little Brother Jay kind of um uh, uh, stand on the Cowboys here. What I would what I wanna hear hear your conversation on is that like I said, that was a that was a signature win. But you still hear rumblings about you know, what fans and what people don't like about Mike McCarthy. Yeah. What is your take on Mike McCarthy so far this season, and even in comparison to last season, um, the difference that allows his team to be, you know, more successful and just pull out wins like that?
0: I think he's getting more comfortable with the personnel that he has on his team. I think he's relying more on his his OC and his DC, and just really looking to manage the game a bit better than he had in in his uh, first uh, couple of years. I think that plays a big part in the success that they're having right now. And I think he understands his, his role and what he needs to do. Coaches coach, players play, and he's he's making sure that everybody is being held accountable for their own specific roles on the team. And and. Letting Jerry say what he's got to say and not getting caught up in all the hype, that's always a good thing. But letting your players play and letting your coaches coach means a lot. And um, as long as he can continue to uh, manage the game well and not make foolish, um, I don't know how, how to put this, but um, <laughs> <laughs> when, when it comes to uh, making decisions where, where the, 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 the clock is in play and all that good stuff. Um, obviously mm. we want to make sure he does a better job with that but I just think it, it's managing your team and, and that's that's the role of a head coach manage your team and, and trust in what your coach is supposed to do and trust in the game plan and always stick with it I think that probably right there is, is the most paramount of it all is that you you stick a, a game plan out there and you stick to that game plan you don't mix it up halfway in between for no reason at all you obviously make adjustments wherever you need to but By sticking to the game plan, you create an identity for your team. And this team now has an identity that we haven't seen under the McCarthy regime since he started. We know what this team is about. They're about running the football, trying to be as mistake-free as possible, and having that defense really lead the team. Having Dak not have to do too much and relying on the running game for the offense has helped out quite a bit. And I think Kellen Moore has benefited from that as well. So, uh, to summarize, it's just that consistency, maintaining that consistency going forward is also going to be critical in in the success of the team.
2: Can I add something
0: to
2: that? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. can I add one thing?
3: (laughs) Indeed, indeed.
2: This coach is not in any conversations for Coach of the Year, and I think it's a shame. All offseason, what we heard was you lost Amari Cooper, you lost Randy Gregory, you lost Lyle Collins, you lost Cedric Wilson, you lost uh, Connor Williams, you didn't have any major signings, no free agent splash. This is what we heard all in the offseason. How do you expect to come back and compete when you didn't do anything in the offseason to make the team any better? This is what we heard all offseason. Billy was picked to run away with it, you know. This team is one of the best teams in the NFL. Mike McCarthy deserves a lot of credit for that. Whether they sign Odell Beckham, which I predicted several weeks before, just saying, but whether they sign him or not, <laughs> this team is one of the best teams in the NFL, in spite of what everybody said in in the off season, and a lot of that is because Mike McCarthy is doing his job. That's all I. That's all I want to say.
1: Yeah.
3: I mean, if anything, you you want to see your coach. It, 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 Mike, Mike McCarthy has a lot of experience of being a head coach. He does. He does. I believe he has a Super Bowl under his belt. I believe he got one there Um, um, but you know, you always have to gel with your with your new team. And it's, uh, it's good to see it finally come together. And looks like Dan Quinn not getting the Bears job was a great thing, <laughs> an absolute great thing uh, for you guys because that defense well, is humming.
2: I'll tell, I'll tell you this. They need to do something this year because Quinn's gone. And Kelly yeah. Moore might also be gone. So this is the year. Cause you're gonna have new coordinators next year in Dallas. Just, uh, just book it. Yeah.
3: Definitely Quinn. Definitely Quinn for sure. Definitely. And Kephart will also. I know he'll be in that 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 young hot offensive coordinator talk. Which I, I wasn't getting here going to next, but I got to because this came up some time ago. Uh, on the show, can't remember how far back. There are teams who took that route in their hiring, right? The, the hot young OC. And man, do they look like trash? Can anybody say Denver Broncos? Uh, <laughs> Can anybody say, uh, uh, Raiders? Can, I mean, they really do look like hot garbage, and um I just bring it up to say i don't I don't really subscribe to that frame of thought of young hot coordinator. you need a head coach if he just so happened to be a former offensive coordinator great, but if you can't if you to to take and we talked about this with, with 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 the Raiders but to take a guy who managed to rally the team after all of the news came out on John Gruden and get them into the playoffs and it just kind of cast them off like yeah we're going to go in a different direction completely to a guy that is give that that that
2: Failed once already, and then walked out after he accepted the offer. It's like it's like getting hired to a job and then like quitting
3: the next day. Hey, you know what? I don't like the coffee in here. The donuts ain't hot. I'm gone. I mean, that was that was that was McDaniel
2: <laughs> at the Raiders game him the job. and then the Raiders had the audacity. The owner had the audacity to tell the fans.
3: Be patient. I speak for all Raider fans right now where I say, man, fuck you.
2: (laughs) We traded Mac. We traded away Mari Cooper (laughs) when we were a hot team. And now
3: we look like hard garbage with Josh game. So I say all that to say, you know, I really would like the league to, you know, take some time to really get good head coaches in there. And not just offense minds. you got to lead men. You just, it's, yeah. Offense is going to sell a lot of tickets, but defense still continues to win championships.
2: You know, you I mean, know, am Train, I right or am I right? Train it's funny that, to, to your point, it's funny that the league, with all of the passing rules and can't touch the quarterback and defenseless receiver and all the 5,000-yard seasons and 50 TD seasons and you know, Tom Brady passing for 100,000 yards. and All of that stuff. But where are we at right now? We're looking at teams that are running the ball and got good defense. That's what we're looking yep. at. We're, not, we're no longer – we're not interested anymore. Right now, it's not the team that can throw for 400 yards. It's the team that can run the ball and play good defense. And you look at all the teams that we're talking about, that's the thing they have in common. And teams that are struggling, struggling when they can't run the ball. And certainly, when their defense ain't playing right.
3: Indeed, indeed, that was a big win, and I emphasize it on this show because we got two Cowboys fans. So, How hey,
2: about you, Cowboys! I Cowboys? for that, man. Man, that took me Five minutes. You know, I'm go in like 45 minutes. Man, man, I might have botched the opening. You know. That that would have been it for about five oh, yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. There we go.
2: <laughs> Come on, let me let me. I good know time for the number that the Vikings scored. <laughs> <How good. laughs> <So>, um, <laughs> is there a more impressive win in the NFL this year? That's all I want to know. If y'all, if any y'all could think of a more impressive win in the NFL this year.
4: I, I, uh, at least for me, no Kesar? No, nah, that was by far the yeah. most. Of, that, that, that to me wasn't most the most. Yeah. Nah. that's good. Nah, that was, I could
2: can cancel, uh, no. can cancel my flight to Jacksonville to kick your butt. Okay, we good now. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> nah, No, I gotta, I gotta give it to him. It's, uh, yeah, I mean. Because normally when you have games like that, teams still tend to put up something in the fourth quarter. Like maybe it ends up being 40 to 10. It was like, no. When CBS turned away, they only had three points. When the game ended, they still only had three points, and
2: Dallas had put up two more two more scores after they changed the channel. Yeah. <laughs> I I said to myself, although I I watched the entire game because I got it like that. You know, mm-hmm. I said Jerry Jones was just calling, but um. I said, don't let these cats get late, meaningless points now. keep, it. You know, don't let them come in and you put in your backups and they put in their backups and they get a touchdown and, you know, field goal and now it's 40-13 to 13 or something. No. No. And Dallas said, no.
3: <laughs> yes. Good stuff. Let's enjoy this. Good stuff. Let's enjoy this. We're going to. I want I want to get into more conversations about teams, but I'm a, a right 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 now. I'm gonna go ahead and slide in our pick six. Uh, I just want to get that in the way, but I just want to get into the discussion of football afterwards. So let's go ahead, knock out the pick six, and then get back to talking about a little bit more about what's going on with our own teams. We gonna hit. We're going to talk about Pittsburgh. We're going to talk about the Bears. And then we're going to talk a little bit more about upcoming games. So, uh, pick six, man. K-Star, you fucked it up for everybody. Okay? <laughs> Just want to let you know, sir. All right? Because we all could have been six and zero. But you drunk the purple shit. Never drink the purple <laughs> shit. Okay, just say no to drugs, man. That's what that purple shit is. So, <laughs> with that said, everybody finished six and old except for K Star because he drunk. The purple shit.
2: Man, if I was there right now, I would. I would. The prices right. <laughs> 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 Is that what it's, it's called? It it's, I haven't for done day. it in so long.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. There might
2: be one that's this is right. I'm not oh. sure what it's called. There,
1: it is. there
4: you go.
2: That's yeah.
1: yeah.
4: <laughs> man.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, man. But, um... I mean, K-Star, look, at least it's not right. as bad. Obviously, the this game. They're on
4: defense in uh, total yards and scoring, playing most, one of the most anemic <laughs> offenses in all of football.
3: Um. I'm going to go ahead and stop right there. It's always painful for you to go through that. So I just, hey, it wasn't that bad. You know, at least it wasn't that bad, bro. It wasn't that bad. Um, but, all right, everyone was 6-0, oh, K-Star 5-1. and one. Um, So, overall... Really didn't have much change, but there's a one-game separation between first to second to third to fourth for all of us. So, T leads away with 42 wins, and Dr. Train bringing up the rear with 38 wins. So, yeah, um, tight race and a lot of games still there. But this week's six boy, kicks off early. We got to make sure you have these picks in for Thanksgiving Day. Uh, first matchup. Let's see if anyone reached the Kool-Aid on this one. Now
2: <laughs> making picks we now we
3: you know what? You have a good point. You know what I'm saying? This show is always changing with the wins. I'm going to bring up the games and then we'll come back on them for the picks. I ain't going to ask you how that sounds because you let me on the ones and twos. No That's just what we're gonna do. All right. So, think about this as we as we get through the rest of the show. But pictures this week, we're featuring Giants at the Cowboys, divisional matchup. Both teams seven and three. Giants won the first one. I mean, no Cowboys won the first one handedly. And ain't nobody really talking about the Giants, but. They get this one; they could be mentioned. We'll see the next one. The Vikings got to try to bounce back, but they got to try to bounce Trent. back against the Patriots. Hey, yeah.
2: Hey Trent. Yeah. Hey K Star. Uh oh. You know we're not doing the picks just yet, but I gotta ask you. You always the outlier. You gonna pick the Giants to beat the Cowboys? <laughs> not, <bro>. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I can check, you know. I can hear you now. Hey. Well, you know, Giants are, you know, division game. The Giants, you know, blah 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 blah. blah. So okay, all right. I'm sorry, Go ahead. T
3: drinking the purple shit is one thing, but worse than drinking the purple shit is drinking the blue shit. I know by experience.
2: Remember, you picked the, the, the Rams beat Cowboys earlier in the season. The Game wasn't even over yet, and he's texting. Oh man, I regret that here. So. <laughs> well you know that that, that that
3: that was the beginning of the season, K Star, you know what I'm saying? But as long as he don't drink the blue shit this week he good. So Okay. The 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 next game on the list to think about will be Patriots at the Vikings. The Vikings need to bounce back and they gotta bounce back against the Patriots. Bruh. K Star. You know what I'm saying? To wear the purple shit. Just say it. Uh, next up, Bengals at the Titans. I think this is a really good game. This is going to be a really good matchup. Just This is why we wanted the game to watch. Um, this next one I put on here, they're both in the hunt. Um, Falcons at the Commanders. Commanders being the only team thus far to give the Eagles a loss by some nifty play by Taylor Heineke. Yeah. I got to give it to the dude. The dude played really smart. Uh, fifth on the list, we got the
2: Chargers
3: at the Cardinals. I keep putting the Cardinals on the on the pick six because I just like to pick them to lose, like, every week because I just think the team is overrated, even though I love D-Hop. But, yeah, the team is well overrated. And lastly, lastly, and hopefully they don't let me down, we got the Packers at the Eagles. Aaron Rodgers is having a shitty season. I, I don't. I, I would like for him to continue to have a shitty season. <laughs> I want to be sitting right there on the couch next to us when the playoffs come. We'll keep your spot warm. So, gentlemen, that's your pick six. Think about them, and uh, before the show ends. We'll come back to him. Uh, the, the next thing I want to I want to I want to bring up to talk about you know since we got a little time today it's early Thanksgiving week you know everybody gonna get us any time with family and we thankful for any and everything. Um, K Star, I mean I understand there ain't a lot going on with the with the, with the Steelers, but seriously, how do you feel about not only your quarterback, but also the pickup of George of George Pickens. He mm-hmm. looks to be he looks to be the real deal. You know what I'm saying? But I just want you to expound on that a little bit.
4: But don't put us to sleep. Okay, go ahead. Oh wow. wow.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh
4: Kenny Pickett played a really good game. I mean, you know, we lost the game, but we dropped 30 on the scoreboard, which is a huge uh, improvement in how we've been playing with recent weeks. And you want to see that trend line increase in terms of uh, offense being more productive under a rookie quarterback and his leadership and be able to put points on the board and see that growth. And we saw a really big growth, I think, his best game of the year to date. Um, and his connection with George Pickens, both rookies, of course. So pretty strong. George Pickens is an athletic freak, by the way. That guy is is a moose out there. He's so good. Um, really excited about him. He was a beast at Georgia. The only reason why he fell is because of injuries last year at Georgia as a bulldog and, and he's looking like a bulldog out there right now. He's just an athletic monster and um, I'm really excited that, you know, this year seems to have at least well, we're terrible we're terrible this year, but one thing we're always consistently great at is finding wide receiver talent and it looks like George Pickens might be a long list of really good wide receiver talent receivers have uh, gotten right. So I'm really excited for both he and and Pickens' and development together as, as a duo because um, they're getting better each and every week. So I'm excited about that. Okay. All right.
3: Um, what do you, you say think of
2: George? You brought him up.
3: What do I think? What do I think? Yes. Uh, man, I am partially – regretting Chicago not pulling one of those second round picks on us. That's,
1: <laughs> that's,
3: <what I'm, laughs> that's what I'm partially regretting. But at the same time, I knew we needed, we needed help in our secondary. Um, um, he, I don't see the imagery that I saw that I hear, hear people brought up, you know, prior to him being drafted and on the day, you know, even on the day he got drafted, um, he definitely looks like a, a a big play dude, but like with all rookies, you, you definitely want to see you want to see more consistency and maybe consistency and maybe you'll see that as the quarterback play uh, improves improves around him. But the, thus far, I, I I like what I see from a second round receiver. Um, the only and like I said, maybe this is due to quarterback play also is that you know your boy you know Deontay Johnson is kind of disappearing from the offense, so it's either it's it, it, you know that that may also still be due to just the play of the quarterback. So you don't want to you don't want to lose you know what Deontay Johnson has been able to do at the same time George Pickens coming into his own. You you want that dual threat like most other teams.
4: Okay. Oh, yeah.
3: yeah. TJ, anything to add to that?
1: So, you guys ever do,
2: you ever do, um, um, what are those things called? Um, puzzles. Picture puzzles. Picture puzzles. Get the part, you put it in, it makes a picture, you put all the pieces. You, you, got, you ever do that? Puzzle, I
1: guess, yeah.
2: Right? So, if you get all one, right, right, like yeah. a big, Right, and there's there's a there's a technique to putting it together, right? Mm-hmm. So what they tell you to do, you dump out all the pieces, and then you make the border, and then you start to fill in the middle piece, right? Well, I think about the steelers, the steelers are this big puzzle right now, and they're it, it really trying to figure out where all their pieces go. And I think when they build their border, they're starting to discover that maybe they have a quarterback, maybe they have maybe they have a running back. Although I think he's under underachieving, but I see I see the potential there. And it looks like they have at least one receiver, hopefully two. And I think once Tomlin determines that, because this season's done. I mean, it, it's not it, you know it's over. But I think once he determines that and can build from that, you know, you guys should be able to you know, be back on the winning ways and be competitive again fairly quickly. And I and I say that largely because I have a lot of faith in your coach. So those are my thoughts.
4: It's encouraging. Yeah, definitely agree with that. I think it will be a short turnaround, at least, under Tomlin. Uh, that's definitely um, – he's just a really good football coach. We do have some talent.
2: What you have, K-Star, is you've got – a Baltimore team that more than likely is going to sign Lamar to a big contract. You've got a Bengals team that was just in the Super Bowl and Burrow is starting to look like the Burrow of last year again. And you've got a Cleveland team that very soon will have Deshaun Watson. So it's not, it's not the AFC, uh, what do you guys, the North? It's not the AFC North of old, you know, where pretty much other than the Ravens, the Browns and the Bengals were useless. Now you got three other teams that are going to fight you. That's going to be your challenge.
0: The other thing I'll say to that is, and I talked about this about the Cowboys, what's your identity? What are you? Are you a still a defensive-oriented team that looks to run the ball, or are you going to turn yourself into a passing offense and utilize Najee Harris in the run game and the passing game? Um, what's your identity going to be? And, Quite frankly, I don't obviously follow the Steelers as much as K-Star as you do, but that's my question, really, to you, K-Star, is do you know your team's identity? And if so, what is it? And do you think that should be their identity moving forward? right now we don't really have... I
4: think we're trying... The, the team's trying to figure that out, right? I not, They're not running the ball well. They do suck. They're, they're, they're trying to figure that out right now, right? They're young. They are going... Obviously, this is a this is a year in which they need to figure that out and uh, it's a throwaway season. And so that's what we're about to find out one way or another. I think it's going to be a passing team. They have Pickens. They got Deontay. They need to develop uh, Kenny Pickett to be that guy. So if I were them, I want to develop into that passing team. And we saw that. um, We saw a good performance from the passing game this past weekend.
3: Okay. I would say the only thing I would add to that is uh man you need to get your you need to get your 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 the your main your main guy on your defense to stay healthy though. Yeah, Watt J W can't be can't be missing games, man. Somehow that dude gotta continue yeah. to stay healthy for the whole. Thing. That that hurts oh, you yeah. guys every single time. Every time. So uh guys are amazing football. If, it if, changes the whole team
4: when he's in there. Yeah.
3: But but, but but the way I see them fixing that is going to find somebody else. Not not necessary to replace at the point at this point. But they go they got to find somebody else so that they're not losing that that pass rush. <laughs> what the hell are y'all giggling about over there? this funny? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Like, they ain't muted or nothing. my a jiggling. Is my, is my team a goddamn joke? Is my team a goddamn
4: joke to you? What is this?
1: And we're not even friends,
4: that's
2: the fun part, This dude, this dude. You know, we, you know he, his back is – he's got back issues right now, as I mentioned earlier. So he has to get up, sit down, get up. So he was standing there, like, doing – I don't even know what he was doing, some kind of calisthenic. And I looked at him, I said – you look like Rock'em Sock'em Robots. <laughs> that's what he looked like.
0: Oh, shit. Okay.
2: If y'all don't know Rock'em Sock'em Robots, go Google them and see Or Go to YouTube, and that's the movie you I, I'd make. Do. Oh, Lord. <laughs>
4: and, uh, this
2: is
4: funny, man. I, I cracked myself up. Sorry.
2: No, no worries.
4: worries.
2: Glad I pulled the money.
4: <laughs> anyway.
1: Um,
3: <laughs> well, uh, moving on from the Steelers, man, we're gonna we're gonna spend a little time in the Windy City, yo. And you know, and, and, uh, you know I, of course, so, I, can, so I can start off the
2: conversation. So, What's up? Go ahead. So before you get going, I'm gonna set you up. Yeah. I heard Shady McCoy go off on your Bears. Lashawn Shady McCoy went off. And basically, and I want your reaction. This will set you up to go into your soliloquy on your Bears. But what he said was, if the Bears want to ever be return to the winning ways, you need to get, get rid of Justin Fields and get a different quarterback because Justin Fields is relying on his legs too much. It ain't going to work. You look around the NFL, there's no quarterbacks that are relying on their legs that are winning games consistently. He said, y'all, I'm not going to win with that style of play. Get rid of them. Trade them while you got a little bit of market value and go out there and get either draft or a free agency but get yourself a better quarterback. That's Jaden McCoy now. That's what he said. Now, he's played for the Eagles, so, I mean, uh, I'm not even trying to give him much credit. But he said it, and it was it went viral. So I'm curious if you heard it, and if not, what, what are your thoughts? And then anything, you know, obviously, whatever else you want to say about your team. I heard I heard one. I
3: don't know if that's a different take from the one take I did hear from. uh, I think it was after the Miami game, we lost, but the refs got in the way and you know didn't call that pi. I I digress. However, uh, you know I take Shady McCoy's comment the same way I take the trash out every uh, Wednesday night (laughs) (laughs) to prepare for them to come pick it up on Thursday.
4: (laughs) That's how I take
3: this comment. You know the one thing that I love about us on this show is that we do understand that every player, every player ain't supposed to, you know, is not fit to be a head coach to coach or fit the coach, let alone be a head coach or fit to be an analyst. Um, some of them just fit to do something else <laughs> other than that. Just go away from football after you've retired and you should be one of them. Just go away from football because you don't watch the games. It's obvious that your take comes from not really watching the games and not understanding what what Justin Fields has to deal with it. Chicago's got several issues, okay? And they all start in the trenches on both sides of the ball. But staying focused on offense, the offensive line is simply not good enough. It's not. Uh, definitely not good enough for – Justin Fields' style of play. However, there are some just there are some things that he could do to improve. I love the fact that they changed the offense for so him to use his legs more. However, uh, this last game uh, they played, you can tell that that is starting to take a toll on him. And in the game, he himself made the adjustment to try to run less because he just. He just didn't have it. he didn't have it in his legs anymore. It it it, it took a toll on. Him. But the and the plays that they call in the last two minutes for us to try to score were a head scratcher, complete head scratcher. Uh, you, your quarterback is no longer able to run, and we literally ran the ball twice with the quarterback. One was designed; the second one was a was a mistake on Justin Fields. Uh, however. It still doesn't mean that the young man can't use his legs. It simply means they need to, the offensive line just needs to be better. The legs are are there to, to for him to extend plays, get out of trouble, and if he has to break up field, he should never stop playing that way. You know, but you got to get smarter. You got to get smarter with getting balls, getting the ball to your weapons, getting rid of the ball sooner. The one thing that I I know from watching the games and I talk about this with. With, with my with my cousin in Chicago, from, you know, every almost every single week, is Justin has a tendency not to take the shot downfield. In this league, the reason why Travis Kelsey, uh, Justin Jefferson, uh, Ceedee Lamb, uh, George Pickens, uh, uh, um, AJ Brown. DeAndre Hopkins. The reason why these receivers make a name for themselves is because they catch the passes in the one-on-one matchup, not necessarily when they're running right open, when they got somebody on them, when they got somebody hanging on them, when they got somebody on their heels. I see him not take those shots as much as he could. And I'm like, if, if, if there's any time that you're going to – that uh, you're gonna to try to find out what kind of relationship you have with your guys on game D on game day, whether they can catch those 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 jump balls that you throw up. It's got to be this season. <laughs> it's got to be this season when no one's expecting anything out of him. And I think that's the next thing that's missed, really missing from his game. He's looked to pass, but he doesn't take those shots. He would hold on to it. And he'll break out and run, and no doubt he'll, he'll get it. He'll get the first down, but like I said, after so long, you start taking those those hits. It starts to take a toll on him. And I would just love for him to see him take more deep shots, just when his man has the guy one on one. Just take it. So, uh, I mean, it, it, all, all they got to do. I mean, basically, Chicago got to continue to get more pieces. We're like a puzzle at this point too. We we are missing quite a bit. But once they fix that offensive line, and I already know our identity, you know what I'm saying? We are definitely a running team, but you got to fix the O-line so that Justin can have some time to pass the ball when he needs to because the boy can drop dimes. You can make every single pass. It's just a matter of improving on his decision-making and giving him more time to, to actually throw it. That's my take. Other than that, defense is trash. And we need some players, <laughs> you know. Trade away you and we need some trade away some
2: guys. We need some players.
3: Defense is I got. So here's, here's my analogy for you.
2: Here's my analogy. So, you guys ever heard of puzzles, picture puzzles? Because...
1: <laughs> <laughs> what a dick! <death. laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: you know, you know. Yeah, man. I, I, it, it, it's funny. Because I Jay and I were talking earlier, and it's like we've been there. We've been there where our team is just confused. That's the only word I could come up with. It's just you know you just sit there like you got to struggle through the rest of the season. You know the season's done, so you struggle through it. You support your team the best you can. You know you you get you get some kind of happiness when your team plays well. You get happy when um, your team's rivals get mollywopped. Forty to three by your boys' team—that kind of stuff brings happiness to you. You know, <laughs> um, you know, you you look for things. Then, of course, you get sad when they switch the national TV to your game, and then your team don't show up and lose. But I mean, it's just kind of, um, you know, the way it is, and we've been there. You know, we 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 we've been there, and um, I, I I I kind of prefer where we are right now. <laughs>
3: I, I'll tell you though, T. Um, you know, I can't say I necessarily expected a, a ton out of Chicago necessarily this season. Uh, I do know a lot of the players returned. out of a lot of players who actually played last season? You know, and, and Pose had to do what he had to do. The only frustrating thing about losing this season is losing games that you're actually. Have in control, you know. the The game against Detroit, the game against the freaking Washington Commanders when Carson went was quarterback, it was probably the most embarrassing of the losses. You know, because we moved the ball up and down the field, but scored one touchdown. And due to one muff punt, they turn around, get themselves in good field goal give up position, score a touchdown. The score is. Twelve or thirteen seven yeah twelve yeah twelve seven actually and that that's what it ends up being close close you know that's what that's what ends up being the winning ends up winning the game for him and just losing games where I just see us like we're playing teams that we can actually beat regardless of the amount of talent that we're missing we're actually playing teams we, we can actually beat and just seeing us lose it due to. A uh, mistake here, mistake there, and uh, two of them <laughs> are just bad refereeing. Oh God, I mean, horrible, horrible. so bad that they had to send. Uh, they had to send Chicago an apology. It's like, yeah, we got those two calls wrong.
2: <laughs> it's like,
3: really? That's the you. You want to tell us that now? Okay. Yeah. Right.
2: Better off not saying it.
3: I just, just, just leave me be. But. It is what it is. We'll see what polls can do with it. Um Little brother Jay, anything to add man while you are over there doing rock and soccer?
0: <laughs> I think I think y'all have pretty much hit it. I mean, y'all you got to get the the vines the going and you trade away your your best defensive player, Roquan Smith. Mm. Um uh you do it mid-season too. And um uh, what what y'all get back for it?
3: We got a two
0: and a four for Wakwan. Given, given how much of a tackling machine he is, and and he wears the doesn't he wear the the, the green dot? So he's basically the the signal caller for the defense. I think he does. He was calling. He
3: was calling the plays, even though yeah. they didn't necessarily have playing like the mic consistently. He was calling the plays. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I mean, to do that mid season, and and to get a two and a four. Huh? Okay, what are you gonna do with it? Now, I mean, really for for me and this is obviously a rhetorical question, what are you going to do with the, the draft capital that you now have? You've got your quarterback, most will say. Some mm-hmm. may not, but I think y'all do. Um, you need more weapons um, offensively. I mean, there's mm-hmm. a lot of needs that y'all have. So how how your, your GM and head coach address those needs and how fast they can turn things around is going to be obviously the biggest question. And probably going to be more – shaking, and baking, and, and all kinds of other stuff going on before you really get solidified on, on a roster that's going to look like a, a contending roster. But you got draft capital, what you going to do with it? That's that's really the key piece. What are you going to do with what you got right now in front of you come uh, next year's draft in April?
3: Let me just add to that to say, you know, they got more picks than they had on the Ryan Pace <laughs> to finally start a draft. But the other thing to go with, the other asset that they got to go with the draft picks is that they have, uh, they have the most amount of cap space of all 32 teams because of the Khalil Mack trade and because of letting a lot of players go. So they're going into next season with the ability to add, add talent. It's just a matter of who should you pay, who should you not pay, who should you draft, who should you not draft. So they have both. They have free agency and they have they have the draft. So it's nice to get the free agency and not be held back uh, by how much money yeah. you can offer.
0: Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Um, it, it's going to be now. Then you've got draft capital. You've got cap space. Um, still goes back to my initial question: What you're going to do with it? And hopefully there'll be more swings and hits than swings and misses. I mean that's. Ultimately, you want to turn the team around during the offseason as fast as you can. They have an opportunity to do it. I've seen, we, we've all seen plenty of teams out there that have the second-highest amount of cap space, third-highest amount of cap space, and next year they're still drafting in the top five. So, um, so let me ask you this question. How comfortable or how much confidence do you have in your GM and head coach to turn, it, turn the ship around, given all the transactional changes during the season? Uh,
3: man, honestly, you asked
0: a pretty good question because it's – Like he would say, that's why I asked him. I,
1: <laughs>
0: Yeah, that does sound like <laughs> – <laughs>
1: um,
3: I will say short answer is I am confident in polls. I, I, I like his no-nonsense approach. I like that he doesn't hide. You know, even after Roquan tried to come out and say, "Oh, they're not negotiating in good faith," that man went straight. He went, he went sh- straight in front of the media. It was like, "Yeah, this is what we're doing." Um, mm-hmm. he, you know, he's u- he's utilizing everyone around him and a mixture of different techniques to ensure that they do their due diligence in drafting players. It's not to say he's gonna hit on everyone. But I like the approach. At at the end of the day, because if you do your homework and you still miss, and you you know you can say you did your best, but he he got a hit. But I like his approach, and I think he will. I think he will find uh, the pieces that we need. As far as the coaching, the only thing that's perplexing me with the coaching is um, they preach accountability. And I believe is there. It's just that our center is so bad, and yet
2: he is still the center. <laughs> I don't.
3: It's either what's behind him, cause, well, the the guy that should have been our starting center is it, hurt. I, let me let me say that. But it's it's it, but, and this guy is the backup. But I mean he is bad, and I mean I'm like. Everyone behind him must be really bad if we're halfway through the season. And the center is so bad, man, that um, the touchdown that Justin Fields ran for a score on Sunday, Mm -hmm. that was about, I don't know, seven, eight yards out, the center was in the end zone before Justin Fields was in the end zone. Damn. Celebrate. He didn't block a single person. (laughs)
1: Not a single person. (laughs) <laughs> i what the hell? I'm like, what are we
2: doing? What are you
3: doing? So, I, I man, I just know that they will be doing everything they can to replace that guy uh, and make sure they get, get a good sin. Like I said, he shouldn't be the senator because the other guy uh, was hurt, then he came back, and then he got hurt again so we so we never got a chance for for him to continue Lucas Patrick who we had picked up from the uh from the Packers but I'm I like what I've seen from Yuflu's thus far in his approach with the players uh I do believe the accountability is there it is a little bit of head scratcher sometimes on how I see them handle Tevin Jenkins and he's our best offensive lineman but I think there is some there's some Underlying maturity issues that they're working with. In his regard, um, uh, you know, getsy, I gotta, I gotta hand it to him. He did change the offense to fit what Justin Fields could do. So, at this point, it's like it's their first year. <laughs> I can't overjudge them. I just gotta, I gotta continue to watch and see, and see what they can do. But it. I tell you what, on the Nagy, we had no identity. At least I know what team we are when we come out on Sunday. I know we're going to look to run the ball. So at least I know what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. All right, we've hit our three teams. You know what I'm saying? Me and K Star, you know, we hugging it out. Why? Why? and you, you,
2: little may, want to, to you
4: chase, may want to you know, think about you may want to think about if you really want to hook K-Star no <laughs> <laughs> I I'm I'm a cuddly, cuddly beautiful bear I'm a cuddly bear of course you know what a bear
1: I do want to
3: hit I do want to hit a couple of topics that I see that I thought uh, that she had lined up here Um and this is one that I think about, he, he, he got the question phrased a certain way, but I'm going I'm to take a different approach to it. Going back to the, 20, 2020, the 2020 draft, am I saying that right? We just had the 2022 draft. No, so it's the 2021 draft. Am I saying that right because we just had the 2022 draft? Am I saying that right? Yeah, so going back to the 2021 draft we had not one, not two, not three, not four, but five QBs taken in the first round, all gone by the 15th pick overall. Okay, so 15 picks were made in the first round. Five of them. uh, Five of them went to quarterback. Trevor Lawrence comes off first. Zach Wilkins comes off second. Trey Lance comes off third. In that order, one, two, three. 11th pick comes up. Justin Fields goes to Chicago. 15th pick comes around. And Mac Jones goes to the Patriots. Fast forward one year later. Justin Fields is setting records. Trey Lance is laid up in the bed. Mac Jones is considered a dirty player. Trevor Lawrence is not even being talked about. And Zach Wilson
2: could be heading to the bench.
3: <laughs> Thoughts. Thoughts on that QB class one year in. T, I'll let you leave you. Oh, no. Jay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah,
0: Trevor Lawrence, I think, is still a question mark. Um, there's just so many holes with that Jacksonville team that you really don't know what you're getting with him. He came out generational quarterback. We all talked about him when he had the um, – What does that mean? I have no idea yeah, what
2: generational quarterback is. a generational quarterback. I mean, Until they do something, they're not a generational anything. You're a quarterback. Until they
0: do something.
2: Oh, you I'm so sick of that. He's a, you know – Andrew Luck was a generational quarterback. How'd that work out? You're a
0: prospect is what you are. You are a quarterback it is, it
2: prospect. Is, it is so much hype,
0: so much hype. I mean, you can say that about a lot of these draft classes and some of these quarterbacks that come through. I mean, next year will be Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. They'll be saying the same thing. So, with, with, in my opinion, I think jury's still out. Has he made uh, progress compared to last year? Yes, but, I mean, the ball is set pretty low. Um, i just jump right to Zach Wilson. Screw all the rest of the stuff. i just go right to Zach Wilson. When the Jets took him at number two, uh, I I could have threw up in my mouth. He has the ability from a physical straight perspective, but we all know this is a game that is more cerebral than anything else. And coming out of BYU, being extremely young, I wasn't a huge fan of the pick myself. I'm not a Jets follower by any stretch, but I wasn't a big fan of it because of the, the, the clientele he was up against not like he's in the SEC. It's not like he's in the Big Ten. not like he's in the Big 12. He was in the, 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 the Mountain West Conference. So, you're starting to see the immaturity, too. I mean, I, I can't believe the press conference with him saying, they're getting asked, did you let the offense, or let the defense down? He said, no, y'all scored three points. Y'all scored three points against the Patriots. I mean, there, there's a lot to be said about development. I thought this coaching staff was going to be able to coach him up better. I think Sam Darnold got ruined by the previous regime, and it doesn't look like this regime is doing what they need to do with him. Um, Right now, he's not looking good at all, and and he's part of the reason why the Jets aren't any further along than what they could be right now. They're a 6-4 team, and nobody expected for them to be 6-4, but that's not because of of Zach Wilson's play. That's in spite of it. So they need to start taking a hard look at what they're going to do with that quarterback position moving forward. You know,
2: all the years we've been doing this show, y'all should have learned something from me. Should have learned something from me. I've told y'all about Diva quarterbacks. I've told y'all about bad-attitude quarterbacks. And I've been proven right time and time again. And the bottom line is he screwed up with what he said. And Salah was right after he went back and reviewed everything, to come back and say, yeah, everything is on the table. I'm making no guarantees and no commitments. And frankly, yes, I think he should be benched. You don't think that when your defense keeps a team to three points in offense, doesn't score more than that, that you didn't let down your defense, you're not mature enough to understand the concept of leadership. You're not mature enough to stand up there and take the heat you're supposed to be the face of the franchise, and you don't have that down. You're in your second year, and you ain't figured that piece out yet. Okay, I'll I, I be, I'll be just like, I'll be just like Jimmy Johnson, I'll be just like Bill Parcells. Here, son, you come over here and sit next to me. There's a nice spot for you right here next to me. This is where you're gonna be, till I'm ready. I, I just, there's no other. I don't get. I, you're gonna lose You're gonna lose that team if you don't show that team that this is not about him, this is about us, but he, as the leader, was supposed to step up and take responsibility like you hear every top quarterback in the league do, all of them. Yep, I got to play better. Yep, that was on me. That could have threw threw CeeDee Lamb and uh, um, Schultz under the bus the game against um, Green Bay. Both of them missed random routes that caused that two interceptions. He got up there, and all he said was, yeah, I got to take a look at that. Uh, I think there was some communication issues. He didn't get up there and say, oh, that was on them. Uh, I, I didn't do anything wrong. That was on them. And we hear Brady and all these quarterbacks all the time. They get up there, freaking, what's his name? Sarah Carson up there crying. He want to win so bad. The I mean, this, this dude is bad. And I, he got a lot to do to get back. And, you know, for me to think anything good of him again, I don't how he played. He can go throw seven touchdowns and win, uh, and I'm still going to look at him the same old way as a those little kid that need to grow up. So that was a, that was sickening. Would you like me to tell you how I really feel? I can do that, too. Back to you, Train.
0: <laughs> okay, so what you got?
4: I mean – I don't know. The Cowboys are annoyingly fucking good, it pisses me off. Say that again. <laughs> the Cowboys are annoyingly good, and it pisses me off.
2: Cowboys are annoyingly good. Yes. Kinda trying, okay. trying to figure that out myself. We talking about Zach Wilson? The
0: quarterback draft. Ah, about the try. Well, that's what,
4: that's what yeah. To I okay. Yeah, I can admit. Zach, Zach Wilson is trash.
2: Yeah. Zach
1: Wilson best? is trash. Right. I don't you know, have
3: myself mute the whole time laughing. No, no, man, I'm here. I'm here.
4: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all, all right. right. Yeah, no, no, Zach Wilson, they need to bench him immediately. His attitude is fucking terrible. He's been pouting his ass off really all season. And I mean the player, like if you're if you're pissing off that defense that's been so damn good, and Garrett Wilson, your rookie number one receiver, and you're just not playing well at all, you got to be on the bench, bro. I don't care if you were for, for third pick overall or whatever, you can play like it. The team can go to the playoffs, and keep holding them back. They might as well put Flacco and Mike White, anyone that can actually throw the ball. Mm. Uh,
3: just the only thing I, w- I will say is, listen. You know, when they ask you a question in the press conference, they ask you a yes or no question in the press conference. You don't have to answer yes or no. You know, don't 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 fall into the trap that they're trying to set for you. You could have simply said, and it would have been a true statement, is, hey, we just got to play better offensively. Just that simple. You're not answering this question. You're just saying, we just got to play better. And it's unfortunate, you know, that the Jets have spent such a top draft hit on um, on a guy that seems, to be, that seems to lack that maturity.
2: But I don't feel sorry for none of them sons of bitches because we did the same thing. <laughs> and we might have the best quarterback in that class. That's the reason why I brought the Southern up. Who gives a damn how well Zach Wilson played? The boy's garbage. Trey Lance is laying up in the bag. His leg is way high. Injured. The boy don't do number one. He couldn't pass him again with. You know what I'm saying? Maybe there's some, some, some there for Trevor Lawrence. We gotta wait and see for that guy. Matt Jones? Oh, he's going down as a dirty player. They got hit out for him every game. You know what I'm saying? Uh, even he had to deal with the with with, with a quarterback controversy. They got bench for a dude that uh, we don't even know where he came from. He's a local.
3: Yeah, he just showed up at the camp. Hey, coach. I can play better than that guy. I don't care if he did go to Alabama. In the meantime, Chicago might have the best quarterback in that draft. So uh, that's point I really don't wanted to make.
2: You know, train, <laughs> um, yeah,
4: playing great. You
2: might very well be right. That would be the only valid point to talking about that draft is you probably have the best quarterback in that draft. He can stay healthy. I know we got a yeah. shoulder issue. Hope he can stay healthy. Yeah, I mean, sky's the limit.
3: I will, however, say, though, you know, I, I, I really hope, you know, I <laughs> don't know how San Francisco did but see, San Francisco is covering up their mistake with just good football because <laughs> they gave up a lot to go get Trey Lance. And he is not quarterbacking from this. Didn't play two games last season lasted three games or so this season, two or three games this season. and um, But yet they're still winning. When you're winning, no one says anything. Everyone forgets the fact that they gave up a farm to go get that young guy. So as long as they keep winning, they'll be safe. But the minute they start falling
2: apart, because everybody want to get rid of Jimmy,
3: but Jimmy ain't doing up but winning games.
2: Jimmy G said, fuck y'all, y'all. I'm just going to keep winning. Right. right. That's it. That's exactly right. Jimmy say I may not, <laughs> you know, that may not be great and this and that and the other and I date porn stars, but you know what? I
1: win. <laughs> right. That last part. Well
0: <laughs> oh, that next is the last
2: part. <laughs> yep. I ain't mad at him either.
3: This one last topic we'll have before we start to wrap this up, you know, and get into our Thanksgiving. Uh which I like it that you put it as he. You know, it's mid season, something we should should be able to bring up. But basically the question is, who's your NFC or AFC favorite for the Super Bowl? Basically, who do you think can win all of this right now? Who looks like if the big dance was tomorrow, they'd dance all over any and everybody. Um, why don't you kick us off? Because we know it ain't just Let's
4: <laughs> Make sure you check your text. Um, hold on. Repeat this question one more time. You said it ain't just kick us off for what? Man, will you repeat? sleep?
1: Yeah. God damn.
4: <laughs> well, sorry. I just read. I just read what was being said uh, in in our text. Say, re- repeat the question. I said.
3: I said that uh, which which team is your Super Bowl favorite
4: at this point of the season? Oh, the Chiefs. The Chiefs. Yeah, definitely the Chiefs. This is the Chiefs. They're playing good defense. That running back Pacheco is kind of coming on when they uh, lost a bunch of the receivers. As well couple weeks, to where they can prove that they can run the ball as well. Patrick Mahomes playing terrific, and they added Tony as well, which I know he had an injury, but they're just getting better, becoming more diverse in their attack, and they have the pedigree and resume and elite quarterback coach combination to, uh, I think, easily be the Super Bowl favorite.
3: Okay. T.
2: So, The Chiefs are a good pick. The 49ers are starting to scare me. But that team I saw in Minnesota, and I know I'm partial. I get it. But if that defense didn't scare the NFL, the way that defense got after Kirk Cousins, the way that defense shut down Justin Jefferson, the way that defense contained Dalvin Cook, like, that that right there has got to put the Cowboys as a Super Bowl pick in somebody's mind, because that the offense looked good. Don't get me wrong; they put a forty burger on, them. but man, I mean the third play of the game, second or third play of the game, Michael's blown right by the left guard. Yeah, he's the one that got hurt later, but he was healthy, <laughs> and Michael Parsons blew right by him to get the Kirk Cousins strip sack Dallas ball. And in the game just got out of hand after that. And Minnesota's 8-1 team. That team right there, I know I'm biased. I get it. I'm biased. And I give, I give the Chiefs their due. That's a good pick. I can't argue with anybody that would say the Chiefs. And even the Forty ers man, I watched them last night. And they started to get healthy. Kittles and the defense, they started rounding the shape. Couldn't argue that one either, but man, I like that team starring their helmet. I mean, I'm dead up. That defense was insane on Sunday. They keep that up, yeah, man, yeah, man.
0: All right, little we'll Brother Jay. Well, I mean, you can say recency bias, you can say homerism, but I, I tend to agree. Looking at how the Cowboys play, it's really hard to argue against that one. The um, the the whole adage goes. Offensive win games and defense wins championships. So you can have all the glamour and, and cachet you want on offense, but it's the defense that's going to bring it home at the end of the day. And they played 60 minutes worth of defense. 60 minutes worth. Not 45, not 50, not 52 and five seconds. No, it was a full 60 minutes worth of defense. They swarmed to the ball on every possession that the Vikings had. You saw all 11 players just flocking to the ball. If they can keep that up, look out because that's what's going to win the championship this year. Offense is great, but if you have a dominated defense, that's your ticket. Hey, let me add one
2: thing. Y'all Y'all watched the uh, game on Thursday. Y'all look for number 54, Sam Williams. Bad oh, boy, right? a bad yeah. boy, right?
4: Just
2: saying. Yeah,
4: he's, making, right. plays. he's making plays, man.
3: Well, um, all of those are pretty good picks. Um, I'm just going to slight edge, and I'm going to go with the Eagles. Just looking at all the games they played. You got a what?
2: I said, that's it. I got to go by (laughs) click.
1: The hell, Eagles.
3: I know, man, but I cannot hate on a team that has been as consistent as they have through ten weeks of the season. Even with the loss, you can definitely I I, I lend that I lend that loss to just some smart play,
2: <laughs> some really smart play by Taylor Heineke.
3: Then, you know, then the Eagles really just blowing the game. They just, you know, the the, the Commanders called them. They 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 really did it but the Eagles beat. stayed. Had they, a, hmm? They
2: barely beat the Colts. You know that, right? Yeah, I, I understand, but, okay.
3: Strong, consistent play, and the coaches made, the Colts made a, you know, they made a change, which I still that, that we all, we had that conversation about that whole head coach I I just, I just considered disrespectful to the whole head coaching them. but I digress. Uh, nevertheless, let's hope it works out for them. Um, with that, with that said, though, you know, I, 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 right now my, my pick would be, my pick would be the Eagles. Hey, but ask me three weeks later, it may change. I don't know, you know, it's just, it's just stuff changes around here, all the time. All right. With that said, um, let's go ahead and wrap it up. I had fun. I have had a lot of fun being on the ones and twos. T, thank you for allowing me to do this. Figure I would do it since I'm here early and, you know scream on the mic a little bit, you people, say what I want. No, i just playing. But final thoughts as we head into Thanksgiving, time with our family, food, all that stuff. Um, Louis Brother Jay, man, lead us off, if you don't mind.
0: Yeah, so first and foremost, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. This time where family and friends get together and enjoy themselves, fellowship. Um, it's one of the few times out of the year where I get the opportunity to come home. So blessed and thankful to be able to spend it with my brother and my mother and got my daughter with me and going to see my nieces and the great-nephew and just going to see a whole bunch of folks. I already saw one of my friends like a sister to me, and I'll see her daughter tomorrow as well. So from that perspective, just enjoy yourselves. Fill up on fill up on the love with family and friends. Football-wise, we got three games. All of them going to be – well, they should be good. So enjoy the games. Enjoy the games over the weekend. Be right back, better than ever on – next Tuesday to get right back into it. All right. K-Star.
3: Okay. I'm on mute. Okay. Give him a minute.
0: <laughs> you just can't get out of first gear today that K-Star, can
4: you? Yeah. yeah. No. No. I keep having work-related emails, messages I have to do with. um. <sighs> Excuse me, I'll go next. Is that your final thought? <laughs> we're not going to do our picks? Okay. My final okay. thought is, yeah. yeah. My final thought is this. My final thought is this. All right. We're going to have a wonderful Thanksgiving. All right. And uh, the Cowboys are probably going to be the show of the Giants. And uh, I think the Floyd voters will have a great time on Thanksgiving. If not, then we're going to have a great show on Tuesday. Awesome. T, <laughs> what's on your
3: mind?
2: I am I am thankful for all the shows that we do. That K Star is not as distracted as he is tonight. <laughs> <So> clearly, <laughs> K Star is distracted. Okay. Lord have <laughs> mercy. I, I guess maybe started a little early for Mister for Mister uh, for Mister over there.
1: So we'll be right back to there. our north. <laughs> yeah.
2: Next Tuesday night, and then K Star won't be so distracted, multitasking, and all that. Um, but listen, I, I can just boil down my Thanksgiving and happiness and stuff to uh, family. You know, uh, you know, I'm I'm very reflective during the holiday time of the year—Thanksgiving, Christmas—and you know, my my people close to me know the last probably since 2019, I've been going through a lot of stuff. Um, nothing I can't handle, but just a lot of stuff and, um, to just be able to put all that stuff to the side and spend time with people that I love and care about and my new grandson be his first Thanksgiving, you know, so we all get to pass them around, you know, pass them around like a, like a, like a, well, never mind. That's, that's for another show. But, um, we get to pass him around and share him Thursday and, you know, excited to, you know, as you guys know from history. We haven't been able to do a show live together in a while because of COVID. So, back to having him here live. And, hey, man, it's just, it's all about family, food, and football, you know. And that's it, and thankful. And the last thing I'll say before, Train you wrap us up and take us out of here is, you know, I'm also thankful for you guys because, you know, I got to tell you, like I said, I've, I've been going through a lot of stuff over the last few years. And there's a handful of things that I look forward to in my life. There's a handful. One of them is football season and to be able to get back with my brothers and do this show, chop it up with you guys for a couple of hours once a week. You know, I I really do look forward to whether we got one listener out there or whether we got a million listeners. It matters, but it really doesn't. I just enjoy talking football with you guys. So I'm thankful. I'm thankful for for that as well.
4: Coach, I'm absolutely thankful for you guys and our discussions every week, although tonight work has been Deciding to call me a little bit, but I want to—I do want to reiterate that truly, you guys are awesome. I love all of you, and this is one of my favorite moments of the week. And I uh, hope we continue for a very long time. Great,
3: great. You had your turn though. I'm just playing.
1: <laughs> 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 I take it back.
2: I take it back. <laughs>
1: we're <laughs> no, no, yeah, oh. <laughs> we good
3: we good we're good, we good uh man um same here um happy thanksgiving to uh to you guys to those that listen to the show to the families um it's um It's always a good time of the year because it's getting towards uh, towards the end. It feels like back-to-back holidays, especially with those that work. (laughs) So I look forward to the break. Um, I don't want to necessarily put us in the summer because we had a good time tonight, but, man, I'm not a person that watches the news. My mother actually reports it to me. (laughs) Have you heard about this? That's how she starts conversations with me. (laughs) Um, But there's been a lot of bad stuff going on out there. And um, guys, you know, yourselves and those who end up listening to this, just, hey, keep that in mind when you see your folks this holiday. You know, hug them tighter than you've hugged them before. Um, Because there are people who did not make it to this Thanksgiving and unnecessarily so, you know. I'm not going to call out any details, but you guys have heard enough about what's going on out there. And it's uh, it's just really unfortunate because it sounds, it seems real senseless. Um, so, that said, enjoy your families for as long as they are here. We don't know when they will be gone, but while they are here, enjoy them, smile, be thankful, be grateful. Um. And uh, outside of that, make sure you watch some football on, on Thursday. Because like the first week, the second week, the third week, all the way to week twelve here on T M D, even when K star is distracted. All every last few we have ever had and will have is settled. On the field. Good night, family.